Let's go. <laughs> Episode number 100 oh, going to 1000. Oh, man. Welcome to the More Life Podcast, where creatives, problem solvers, and entrepreneurs talk about squeezing more out and finding meaning in this crazy thing we call life. Let's dive in. What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the More Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bart Anderson, if you're new around here. And this is episode number 100. 100. I know you you thought we... Yeah, you done know the king. You said we couldn't make it, eh? but we made it. <laughs> I feel like I feel that Drake energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah like DJ Khaled. They said they said we were not gonna, gonna make it to a hundred, so we did it anyway. But guess what? But God did. God did. <laughs> God did. God did. Guys, oh, if you man. didn't figure it out, yes, I'm here with the one and only Tristan Barrick, the digital storyteller. If you didn't know, it was the only one. It's only one name. Only one. And his the. name is Tristan. Tristan, like, say what's up to the people. What's up? How you doing? How you doing? It's your boy, Tristan Barrick's here, the digital storyteller. I'm super excited to be here for the More po- More Life podcast. <laughs> this, 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 is, this is my worst best friend. <laughs> the More Life podcast, brethren. <laughs> We just had somebody on our show, yeah. and 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 they're promoting their episode on yeah. social media. They called it the More Than Life podcast. <laughs> that was that was definitely Christianese. The More Than Life podcast. Oh boy! So Tristan, you were our first official guest of this podcast yes. three years ago at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, and now we're at episode one hundred. It felt only fitting to have you here with us. Yeah. to kind of talk about what the heck has changed in your life. <laughs> Because wow. where are we right now? Well, first of all, we are in uh, uh, the headquarters of Seneca University, <laughs> our college. It's not it's not a university, it's college. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Polytechnic. Um, <laughs> polytechn- <laughs> we're polytechnical. Go- we're going through a rebrand right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they need to have that Alexania. <laughs> like, that's what it feels like. Polytechnica. Anyways, um, listen, it's been amazing, um, amazing journey since last few years. I-, I think, first of all, before I even get started, I want to say, Congratulations! I'm so proud of you. Um, Thanks, fam. You 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 took the baton as I started the journey, and then I <laughs> fell off the, the into the abyss of of forgetfulness oh and stopped my podcast. You just went on, keep on charging along. You have a great team, yeah. a great system in place. You. Can't stop. Well, well, you know what? We're not, we're not gonna quote. Yeah, yeah, we're not. We're not gonna quote. We're no, not no, quoting, uh, no, 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 Diddy's canceled. Yeah, brother, love <laughs> is done. That's it. Um, but what I will say is that again, congratulations, not on just just making it to um, episode 100, but actually being committed to the process of creating content mm. that's going to last longer than you. And I think Facts. that's super important. You know, as as a a person of of integrity, of a person. You know, a black creative uh, person that is trying to to always stay up and stay focused and stay successful. You already know this journey, right? Mm-hmm. You know it can be super discouraging. You know that can be a lonely path and journey to 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 bear by yourself and to be able to get to this place. Listen, man. It's listen, listen. I don't even want to. I don't want to even give the, the the good news yet because some things are coming along because this man is my inspiration now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but in terms of like what I've been doing, man. Uh, three years ago, I don't think I was. I don't think I was in the commercial field. I'm, I'm a nope. commercial film director yep. now. Um, I just directed last year my first, uh, my very first film uh, called Wallflower. Jeez. A feature film, I should say, and that's actually going to premiere on the um, 
I was going to say Black Effect Podcast Network, but it's not. Um, it's gonna. Be, <laughs> this is where the, this podcast is going to go soon. We're going. We're going blackout everywhere. Okay? <laughs> but um, it's actually Wallflower is actually going to be premiering on December first. Okay. And it's going to be on the All Black Network, and you can find that on Fuse okay. Television, which is a which is a fast TV network, or you can. Um, connect if you're in canada you can you can watch it on pluto okay all black network you want to know how i know this guy is big time right now and he's taking over my podcast as we speak he just said a plug for <laughs> a production that he did using a bunch of words i've never heard of it's a views network Fu- uh, no no fuse so fuse said, is fa- a fast, fast content yeah fast network fast tv network so fast tv for those of you that don't know <laughs> is basically traditional tv on in, on the internet, didn't didn't they have that before? Hiya or whatever, and then they got canceled. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's so there's there's Hiya, there's so many different. I mean, really, YouTube is the first fast TV network. Got it. Right. It's essentially YouTube, but now all the other broadcasters are creating their own sub. So you know, broadcasters. Now yeah, is what you're trying yeah, to say. Yeah, absolutely, okay. absolutely. <laughs> so I mean, really excited about that. Um, within the last three years, I also was able to uh, write my first feature film. Okay. Um, I'm actually working on my own um, my own sitcom okay. uh, called, called Diaries of an Average Black Dad. Uh, that'll be, we're working on our first pilot for that. And yeah, things have been going really well. We're, we're at Seneca because we're both professors. Professors. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how that happened. Put some respect on my name and make sure it's British. <laughs> respect. Okay, thank you. Um, if you don't have your Prince Charles accent to address me, then please don't. Um, but yeah, no, we're, we're teaching and we're, we're empowering the next generation. Mm, uh, creative arts and things. animation. Yeah. We out here. We out here in these streets. Wow. The joke is we both also came to this school at the same time. Yes. Without knowing each other. Not knowing each other. 20 (laughs) years ago. (laughs) 20 years ago. 20 years ago or 19 years ago, we were both in this building. Now, you graduated. I left. I was like, yeah. No, I mean, mean, listen, I did a two-year, you know, diploma, associate's degree type of thing. Um, and it was in digital media arts. And at the time, honestly, I all I really cared about was learning more about video, yeah. more about editing, more about filming, right? And and so everything else was just kind of gravy. Um, but a lot of those skills that I learned in this building helped me get to the point that I'm at. You know what I mean? Even right. though I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not into web, I'm not into graphic design. A lot of those disciplines and a lot of those principles have kind of inspired me and influenced the type of work I've created. Yeah, I, I'm super excited about even the growth that I've seen in myself, yeah. you know, teaching here the last, you know, three, four months already. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just learning how people are thinking, how mm-hmm. a new way to think of collaboration, mm-hmm. you're helping inspire and, 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 and move people into a new sphere of their life. Because yeah. you got young people who, for lack of a better term, are like, you know, they live through a pandemic. So their whole education system has been thrown in a loop. And then you get them here in the post-secondary system Mm -hmm. and they're not necessarily ready. I'm like, oh, if you don't get even a little bit of experience or guidance, you're going to get eaten alive and you're never going to realize your dreams. Well, this this is I think this is the 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 fundamental issue and and opportunity for us as professors. Right. Um, it's how do we how do we take the reality of what we know and translate it into the world yep. of of learning and education, right? And and one of the things I tell my students all the time, good or bad, whether or not they they totally subscribe to it, it's up to them. But I said like 
outside of this building, nobody cares about your GPA. Nope. Nobody cares about your grades outside of this building. Work speaks for itself, yo. W- work and attitude. Oh, yeah. And ideas. The best idea wins. The person who's engaged, who's leaning in, who's going above and beyond and creating the, the, the role that may not even exist right now, yeah. right? That understands the technology, but also understands what they bring to the, the mm. technology. Those are the, the students that are going to be winning. And so oftentimes I see, I see students who are maybe not always engaged or don't understand the importance of, of bringing their own personal brand yeah. to the conversation what they think is here here look at my social media or look at my 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 grades or look at my my great work that i made and that'll get your in, get your foot in the door but that's not going to keep you i just said to my students just a couple of students just uh in uh, a couple hours ago i said your work will get you in the door yes your resume will get you a conversation mm-hmm. but your attitude and your personality will keep you in that room oh 100% and so Unfortunately, if you are socially awkward or you don't understand, it's gonna be hard. Pow- yeah, the power of interpersonal skills. Yeah, looking at people, talking to people, sharing your ideas, having the courage to push back. It doesn't say that you'll never happen, but yeah. you need to be a savant like artist. Yes. Then you can have, and even then, you have to have wins. Yes. Like you know, you have to have done it multiple times for people to be like, you know what, it's worth it for us to deal with somebody who may not necessarily be a team player or be yeah. socially uh, acute. Um, but if you have the results that you can produce, then fine. But you need to be world renowned. Yeah. If you're not world renowned, and people, and you know, Vanity Fair is not calling you, and you know, a Creative yeah. Arts magazine is not calling you, then you know what? Then you need to humble yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and learn how to. Come Collaborate. It's the most powerful. I never forget being. We were on a set one time, and we might have even talked about this the last time we mm-hmm. were on a podcast. Uh, we were on a set with a mutual person that we know. I won't. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. just say person that we know. And seeing how many times and how he had to convey the thought and idea in his mind mm-hmm. to different aspects and different departments for this shoot to go well. That's when the first time I realized, okay, this probably might be one of the hardest things on planet Earth to do. Oh, yeah. Because you multiply that by a film set for like a motion picture for yeah. a thousand people. Yeah. And, and and it doesn't it doesn't stop. Like, I mean, you know, I look at like Wallflower. Mm-hmm. Wallflower started from an idea that was in uh, Safio Barf- Bartholomew. Shout out to Safio Bartholomew and Curran Carter. Uh, they are the partners in crime that created Wallflower. Nice. And um, their production company is called Cry Creative. Check them out. Um, they, they had to have the idea. Yeah. And then, they now had to trans- translate that idea and trust and trust in in me and in the producer to then entrust it into the department and yeah, I know. to then entrust it into the performers and into the uh, PAs and then to trust it into the the, the uh, production team then the post production team the editors the colorists the audio person the sound person unreal to so think about how many hands need to touch a project yeah in order for it to be to be just functional, not successful, yeah. not great. Just how many hands it has to touch in order for it to be completed. And then think about how hard it is to tell one person what your vision is and then communicate that to now a hundred people. And so this is why I go back to the, you know, the student success. The, the, the way I'm gauging su- student success is not a, upon a grade. Do you understand the concepts? Are you able to apply those concepts and elevate it? Yes. Because here's the thing. 
as a manager, as a so a, a director is a manager. Basically, a de- director is a visionary, is a leader, right? What all I'm doing is managing vision. That's yes. what I'm doing as a director. And so, if I have to manage your department, mm-hmm. then I don't know if I can trust you. Mm-hmm. And if there's no trust, there's no confidence. If there's no confidence, then it means more work for me. Hundred percent. And so. As an entrepreneur, as a leader, as a, as a manager, I wouldn't even say manager, but I would say leader, visionary, right? Uh, entrepreneur. You have to have people that can solve problems for you. 100%. I don't want you to tell me what the problem is. I understand what the problem is. Can you solve it? Because, because there's certain things I don't need to hear until you solve it and you tell me how you solved it. Yep. Anyways, I'm getting on tangent. <laughs> Why do you look so much taller than me? Just move up the chair, bro. This is as far as my, my stomach can't get. I mean, that's all I got. There we go. Okay, maybe. Want me to go down lower? No, there we go. Finally, we're on the same level. Jeez. All right. For those of you watching online, uh, I was a little bit taller than Tristan. For those of you that are listening, oh, I said it backwards. It doesn't even matter anymore. You're here, Tristan. We 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 were last time uh, uh, we were talking. Three years ago, we've spoken yep. since then, but since we last recorded it, mm-hmm. uh, your wife wasn't working with you. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, man, that's been <laughs> like, I mean, I was my wife wasn't working with me. I, we were in COVID. Yeah, uh, it was just a mess. Um, yeah, no. So my wife has been with us now for uh, about a year, year and a half, two years. You're speaking about her as if she was just born. I know, I know. I know <laughs> Has know, been know. with us. She's been with us. She was with born. In Berks, Berks, Inc. <laughs> and oh, how she is so cute. Um, oh, man. So what I will say is, and I'm going to tell a little bit of a personal story because I think it's it's important and it's indicative of what COVID kind of represented to a lot of us. COVID was, for a lot of us, a rebirthing yeah. opportunity, right? And if you didn't get a chance to re- to have that rebirth, you still have an opportunity now because any day you want to rebirth, you can do it. Mm-hmm. And when I talk about rebirth, I mean rebranding yourself, rediscovering uh, yourself, redefining who you are, what you wanted out of your life, out of your career, et cetera, et cetera, out of your business. Um, we had a we had a, a devastating thing happen to us uh, uh, the September, uh, the fall going into uh, 2020? 2020, which was well, it wasn't even going to 2020. It was the fall of 2020, where we had um, a miscarriage, and 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 Natalia had a miscarriage, uh, who's my wife, and um, it was devastating for both of us. But it was more for her, and I was kind of focused on for her. Sure. And at the time, I was doing a lot of content creating. I was I was growing my YouTube channel. It was it was getting endorsements, all that sort of stuff. And I kind of came to a point where I was a little burnt out, but then I was also really focused on like my wife who was hurting. Yep. And at the same time, she couldn't stop going. Um, to work, going to work, she had to go to work, you know. So after maybe uh, two, maybe a week or two of grieving, she still had to go to work. Yeah, and she had to work and fight through, you know, the fear and fight through. Because she was hurt. working at a like a, a big really, multinational yeah. company. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. a big multinational company, and and they didn't have the bandwidth. No, she was a manager. They didn't have the bandwidth to to allow her to have that space to kind of grieve and and find some some level of balance, right? And so seeing that, I was just kind of focused on, okay, I got to provide. I got to figure out some things. I was still r- running my, my wedding uh, company, Philistine wow. Moments, back then. Wow. Yeah, that was a long I haven't time. heard those words yeah. in a long time. <laughs> Philistine Moments. Philistine we'll Yosh. get to that later. <laughs> but um, long story short, um, she turned to me one day and she said, hey, Tristan, like, you've been taking care of me, but have you grieved for a child? And I, I was like, no, I 
I never even thought I needed to because right. I was so focused on her and, and I was just like it was about her body and what her body went through and but I realized I was grieving in silence and not mm. going. and so there was a, a little bit of a period going into 2021 where we were just really trying to figure out what our cadence was redefine what our values were what yes. we needed and at that point in time she she came to me and she's like I think I'm ready to to be a part of the business and to be honest with you, I wasn't really excited about it because I had asked her from day one when we were married, like, be a part of the business. Like, like let's do it. And she just didn't see. 12 she years in, she's like, yeah. all right, I think you got what it takes. Yeah. <laughs> I, can I, mean, join. I can join. I can join. You see what I'm saying? And, and so it, it was a little bit of an ego thing I had to work through where it was like, no, like, I built this. Like, you don't want, you want to come in now because you think it's easier than what you what you have, right? Right? And let's be honest, right? I, I love I'm it. I'm just going to be 1,000%, right? And. But but I can say, hindsight being twenty twenty, looking back, that was a wrong attitude to have because at the end of the day, if you if I ask you for a burger and I'm hungry, and it takes you two hours instead of two minutes, mm -hmm. but I'm still hungry and I still want the burger and you right. give me the burger, I should be happy about the burger and not be mad about the how long two it hours. Took. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Because maybe maybe you were stuck in traffic for two hours. Right. Maybe you had to save your save a. Uh, a cat in in, in, a, in a tree. tree. <laughs> you don't know. Maybe you were you on the brink of bankruptcy and you borrowed two dollars from somebody else to buy me that burger. Right, and right, it took right. Took you two hours to get that. I don't know, but at the end of the day, you got me the burger, right? And I think in a lot of ways, we we complain about timing and overlook the the same thing that we were hoping, praying. Yeah, the answer is there. The answer is right there. But you're mad about the timing. Yeah, but we're in our feelings and wasting time in our feelings. <laughs> When the facts are saying, "Hey, okay, we're we're together. We're a team. Yeah. We're a team together." So, from there, um, once we once she came on board, we had some real deep conversations, and we were like, "Yeah, we don't want to. We don't think we want to do weddings anymore." And so, we kind of transitioned. It took us about a year to to wean all of our clients that we had booked from like 2020, 2019, all the way to 2022, and just last year we. We had no more weddings, and we and we wow. we closed down Felicity Moments, and we focused solely on um, both our corporate and commercial uh, production company, Barracks Inc. And um, I I made a commitment to transition into commercial work, and not only that, Natania has now transitioned into commercial produ production producing. Yeah. And she's actually produced a couple of things for some really large brands in Canada. So, wow. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Wow. Yeah. So, okay, let's talk about this again, ex parte here, yeah. because Natanya's not here. Maybe we should be talking to Natanya. Uh, yeah, maybe you should. Maybe, maybe, get get, maybe, get maybe her the, behind on Maybe on. the real star in this duo <laughs> here <laughs> is actually get this bum out of the seat. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Mrs. Barracks in I'm the building. Bum. It's okay. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm, a bum. I'm a bum. No, but I would love, like, you know, she put in that work in yeah. terms of um, understanding the business, yeah. bettering herself, and being prepared to be a support and to be a leader within the company. Mm -hmm. And so now you guys are in a position where the very things that you have set out as goals, you were able to accomplish hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Instead of you saying, you know, let's say you had this idea yourself. Mm hmm. Of you know, I want to move away from weddings. And again, event based, event based uh, uh, cinematography and photography yep. is very demanding, draining. Mm -hmm. So you got to be a lifer to be able to do those type of things and give up your 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 a lot of your free time. Mm -hmm. So being able to move into a co corporate uh, direction, 
you know, you would still have to do all the work. Like yeah. you talked about, about the burger. But now you have a partner who is helping you with the workload, who is providing insight and feedback, who is able to assist you one hand washing the other hand. Yeah. No, I, I, absolutely. And I think one of the things, so we just, just last week, we, we produced and, and I directed, Natalia produced her very first full, full on from beginning to end uh, commercial. Mm. And I directed it and shout out to Angel uh, Navarro the third. You already know who, who you are. He's one of the dopest DPs out there. Um, and so many other people that, that were part of that production that helped us out. And, um, and when I say help us out, I don't mean I didn't pay people. I pay people. Okay. Come so on. Straight up. Listen, listen, we, 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 we are going to pay people. That's, that's, that's the movement that we're on. Right. That being said, the point I'm trying to make is she, she just realized. And, and I just realized like, I always saw this in her. I always, mm. I always saw the ability that she had to manage and to, and to delegate and to plan and to orchestrate and to be the puppet master yeah. behind all of the productions I have planned and, and, and just the, the productions I've seen because I've seen producers. I've worked yeah. with producers in the past. But it's one thing for you to see it. It's one thing for me to see it. It's one thing for her to see it. And I think she really got to see from beginning to end that, oh, shoot. So when I planned that family, um, uh, that family cruise for 40 people and we were dealing with hundreds of thousands of dollars, this is very similar to that. Oh, when I planned mm -hmm. this, uh, this work when I was working at Home Depot or I was doing the schedule every single week, that was practice for building out a production schedule. Or when I was doing one-to-one -one meetings and negotiations, that's yeah. like doing one-to-one -one, uh, negotiations with different vendors. Oh, so this is all connected. All of these skills are transferable. And, and, but, but what will happen is when you jump into a new pond or into a new sandbox, they, they will they will present the rules as if you have never done anything before in your mm. life. And they will change certain things, certain language things, certain terminologies. Yeah. Yeah. So then it makes you feel like you have no experience yeah. and you don't bring any value. But the reality is you have the experience, you have the value, you just don't have the translation yet. And yeah. once you have the once Ooh. you have the translator, then all of a sudden it unlocks it unlocks all of the potential that you always had. You just didn't realize it because somebody told you, oh, you just didn't, you weren't in this sandbox before. Therefore, you're not worthy enough to be able to manage and do and be successful here. You have to start from ground up. No, I don't believe that. I believe the skills I have are still valuable. And all I have to do is understand the terminologies. Give me the translator and I'll be good in any sandbox. Wow. Um we're going to end the podcast. I'm not playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. We're not done yet. But I think that's a great segue to talk about what you've learned and what you've seen inside the commercial yeah. uh, space. Um, particularly, you know, we're seeing now um, in the past, since we've last spoke, we, we've seen the rise of inclusivity and diversity become more of a topic, yeah. at least on the mainstream media, at least on social mm -hmm. media, everyone posted their black squares. Um, oh, <laughs> but now, are you seeing changes in terms of receptivity, inclusivity of culture, especially in a country um, known for being uh, very diverse in, in, in the city of Toronto? Mm -hmm. uh, are we seeing that in our city, that people are being diverse, that people are being given opportunities 
life that people are shown, say, listen, you, your experience here is going to allow you to do this here. We're going to give you the translation, as you said, yeah. and, and, and give, afford you an opportunity to take a step. Um, so I'm going to say something kind of off the wall, maybe a little radical, but like, I don't believe that diversity uh, equates to equality. Diversity and equality are not the same thing. Okay, mm -hmm. I I love um, my favorite package of Skittles is is the the purple one because the berries one right and they have they have the green apple. <laughs> Your analogy is hilarious. And, and and I I specifically eat or save the green apples for later because they're my special ones and I eat all the other stuff later. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I I follow me now. Okay, I'm the following Skittle, the bag of Skittles. Is, is diverse, right? Yes, it is. But I'm very selective at which one is my favorite and which one I eat the, the last because that's that's my special one. And that's what, what we deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. The thing that I want to be clear about is it's not just like, it's not black and white like, oh, that person's um, racist and the other person's not racist. Like, it's not... It's not like that. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm what I am saying is that we have inherent biases. Hundred percent. Okay. Sorry. Hundred percent. We have inherent biases, and so so we have to ask why Tristan is not qualified, or why why we have to like. There's only and again, in Canada, there's probably maybe fifteen to twenty repped black artists. Huh. Like represented black artists, I think maybe even if we go, even if I'm very generous and I say thirty, that's that's like a very low significant or uh, low percentage of the populace. When you say artists, mm -hmm. you're talking about directors and producers. Directors, I'm talking about directors and and photographers that are represented on like only thirty. So there's probably only thirty, if that, and I'm being very generous with that. I'm not talking about producers because in the producing realm, there's still, you know, every agency probably has maybe four to five producers that are black. Well, like yeah. most of them, like this is the the creative um, ad agency world is predominantly a white yeah. uh, represented world. And it's not because there isn't um, there aren't skilled people like myself. It's just that these are pathways that have never been afforded to us, that have never been offered to us, never been shown to us. So if you never get exposed to it, you never know that that's even an option, right? right? Man, okay. This, I yeah. know, there's so much. This is heavy, I know. Bro, we can, we can be here all day because I feel like this can be like a, a five-parter um, in terms of, of what, what is happening in your life, how much you've grown, uh, your family has grown, and... I, I'm I'm super excited because I feel like there's a, another like you just shift gears again and there's another mm -hmm. wave that's gonna happen both professionally on your uh, uh, business the corporate side mm -hmm. as well as the education side. I just see the way the students uh, you know this man has his students making him food fam. They're bringing hey, him hey, they're making hey. they're making him making rice and peas fam. Hey 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 hey! Don't hate the play hate the game. Can't I stop, even, won't stop. <laughs> you can't. Yes, Diddy. And Diddy's canceled. He's canceled. He's canceled. He's canceled. <laughs> Diddy is not going to receive the same. Um, just, just a sidebar, by yeah, the way. It's not, has nothing to do with the podcast. <laughs> it's still going to be recorded, though. Yeah. Diddy is not going to receive the same treatment as Bill Cosby, Michael Jackson, and R. Kelly. No, no. Because people still watch Bill Cosby and listen to Michael Jackson mm -hmm. and play R. Kelly. 
people are gonna be like, you know what, this guy. You be let, doing let, let's be honest though. Let, let's be honest. Like if we're talking about Diddy, like, do we did we really like Diddy in the first place, or did we like the the artist that he had on his label? No, of course he. And only thing that he only his only claim to fame is, is Biggie. Well, well, beyond the artist, yeah, yeah, is the remixes. Yes, absolutely. The remixes and maybe making the band. <laughs> that, yeah. Get <laughs> me my Junior's cheesecake. Oh Lord, Jesus! Why are we? Why are we talking like this? Like, like Junior's is really good, by the way. Oh, but yeah, he those remixes. He would just bring the right people into the right room. That's neither here nor, nor there. there. Yep. But what I'm saying is, um, commercially, 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 and uh, educationally, you're 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 thriving, and I think there's going to be some really cool and ambitious things that are still going to happen yet. And you, yo, the guy gave me the best layup in the planet. He called me and says, yo, answer the phone in five minutes, stupid. And then he hung up the phone. And then somebody called me in five minutes. And they say, yo, Tristan says you do video. And I'm like, sure. Um, and then <laughs> and, and then we spoke with we spoke for like, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. And before you knew it, I, I, I think I, I, I was offered a job. Yeah, I know. It doesn't feel, <laughs> honestly, teaching, like, at, at the college level doesn't feel like a job. It really does feel like um, it's funny. I've always had this picture in my mind of being a professor mm. and teaching students. And so whether I got an opportunity to teach, you know, summer camp kids in church, art, the arts, yeah, 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 yeah. all the way to high school kids or middle school kids, like I didn't care because I just love teaching and sharing my knowledge. And so having and being fortunate enough to be in this position to be able to be trusted with the next generation of professionals m media digital media <laughs> which still blows my mind bro it, it, when i met yeah, you yeah. you were teaching arts you were teaching miming yeah then you started teaching like photography and yeah. video i'm talking like a long time ago before yeah, we, before yeah. you were married <laughs> all that kind of yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. right like maybe i was married a year okay <laughs> so we're talking about like 15 16 years yeah. ago 17 years ago all this type of stuff I remember you showed me the first time the uh, uh, Canon Mark II, the uh, 5D Mark II for the oh, yeah, first time. Yeah, because Gavin, Gavin brought it to that yeah. Father's Day thing. And, yeah, yeah. and and you were like, yeah, dude, and you're showing me how this can take video, and he's showing me the back of the camera, and yeah. this is like 2007. Yeah. And I'm like, that looks like a TV commercial. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's made with a, a photo camera. Yeah. I'm like, but it looks like it could be on TV. And I remember my eyes were just like, Tristan was already my boy <laughs> because he worked at the Apple store, and he was yeah. the only other person. I was like an Apple geek, an Apple fan, <laughs> and the only person who could understand my talk was Tristan. Absolutely. And he would only come into my church because of his wife, that was, soon to be wife, was there. He didn't, it's not like he love Jesus that way. <laughs> he can love Jesus anywhere. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, but he came here for, for a no girl. There's no place I'd rather be. Oh, stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Don't do Don't do it. So to see, to see, this is why I, I really wanted you uh, to be on episode 100 because it's like mm. to see that beginning of like, mm. look at this cool camera, man. This is so cool. Whoa, iPod touches. Yeah. Whoa, MacBooks. And we were just gawking at this technology and what it could do for us mm -hmm. to then fast forward almost 20 years I later. Know, I know. Well, well, but, but, <laughs> but, but I also think like Bart, it's a, it's also a testament to like this idea of like small consistency leads to like lasting legacy. Right. Yep. You know, like 
people don't understand and they don't appreciate because we're so we're so stuck on like these devices, mm-hmm. right? And stuck on like, hey, getting somebody to laugh in three seconds or less, you know, getting somebody to say something angry or something frustrating. Like we're just so focused and locked in on like this idea that everything is supposed to happen fast. Now. And now. Mm-hmm. And and the reality is is that I, I saw I saw a message. I saw a post online yesterday and it said something to the the effect of nature um nature is 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 never fast moving yet everything is done on time yeah yeah and i said damn you know what i mean like like when you think about the idea of everything in its due timing and its due season yep that's nature you know that's the way you you know I, I, that's part of the reason why i love I love gardening. I love mm-hmm. gardening in summer. I love making my own food, Yo, cooking you, my own food. But the, then the price is too high, so we need to start. <laughs> but but gar- gardening is a really great practice to for stress relief, for, for sure. mental health, for getting outdoors, getting a little bit of dirt underneath your, your nails. But then also to teach you about life. Yeah. If I plant a seed today, I cannot, I cannot reap the fruit today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to nurture that, and day by day. Week by week, month by month, I'm nurturing, nurturing, nurturing. And sometimes sometimes you have to cut things off in order for it to grow thicker and richer, right? And, and sometimes you got to protect it and put things on. And sometimes you got to dust stuff off. And sometimes you got to pick it at the right time. Just because the fruit is on there, if it's green, it doesn't mean that it's going to be great. Yeah. And, and so all of these life lessons come from nature and come from, from the garden. And I think going back to... The 20 years, yeah. People see us now. People see I know. People yeah. see episode 100. Yeah. People see you, you know, in this nice checkered Stop. fitted Stop. fitted jacket that Stop. looks like my size. Anyways, <laughs> but but they see us and they see, oh, you're you're teaching at Seneca or you're directing this film or you're you're you yeah. have this team of three or four or eight people or ten people. But that takes diligent, consistent work day by day hour by hour week by week month by month year by year and so my encouragement and my my point to to this whole soliloquy is the idea that don't don't throw away the process the process Mm -hmm. proves you the process perfects you and the process um gives you the 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 it gives you the the seal of approval Mm -hmm. To, to go to that next promotion. And you might as well f- fall in love with the process. Fall in love with the process. Fall in love with the process. Because guess what? The process is great. Yeah. The problem is that we try and take, I saw another analogy where we try and take giant steps up and we f- call that success when success is incremental. Mm-hmm. And then we look down and we're like, oh, damn, we've gotten to like level 99 and put yeah. And I think it's like yeah. that, that that cliche, and we'll end here because I know uh, time and my no, 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 camera no, card I'm, is I'm, also. I'm good. Well, but <laughs> I'm worried about the camera card. Oh, okay, yeah. like, my eyesight ain't that good. I can't read the numbers no more. Yeah. But, I, you know, the cliche of life is not about the destination. It's about the journey. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times we're looking for these giant steps, but it's as if we never learn our lesson mm-hmm. <laughs> because we see the people who rise to fame really quickly. Mm-hmm. We see the people who have found success very quickly mm-hmm. and what happens to them 
oftentimes there are missing key requisites, mm-hmm. prerequisites in terms of learning, in terms of character, in terms of development, mm-hmm. in terms of creativity. And this is, you know, every week after uh, uh, I teach a Friday afternoon class that starts at 3 p.m. and ends at 6.20. So no one wants to be there. So I always tell people, you might as well have fun. We're yeah. here. Yep. Okay, we're here. It's Friday. It sucks. I know. It's Friday. You, nobody wants to be it's in Friday, class. Friday, yeah. <laughs> it's Saturday, Sunday. What? Sorry, go ahead. Um, so I, I, every week after class is over, I'm like, please don't go and just start working right now. Go mm-hmm. outside, touch mm-hmm. grass, go, go, go experience something mm-hmm. because that's where the creativity is going to come from, from experiencing, from slowing down and taking a break. Yep. You just spent three hours online listening to me ramble and do lectures and labs. Go take a break. Go walk outside, even for 10 minutes, just around your block, yep. and just think about what you learned. Just let your mind process, because mm-hmm. we're going so fast, and people just want the result. I just need to get the assignments done so I can go to the next step, and I can get this, and I can get that. Yep. And I'm just like, take a breath. Otherwise, you're going to have nothing to talk about. You're going to take all these giant steps and have nothing to say when you get to the top. Yep. And 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 the the big thing about it is you, have, you will have miss the whole idea of the journey which is bringing people with you right like when i when i gave you that alley-oop i gave you that alley-oop what you what you didn't know (laughs) watch this what you didn't know was (laughs) i'm I'm, I'm gonna break it down and this is why you have to be ready i had reached out to you and i had reached out to somebody else oh gosh and that other person you can't you got back to me in five minutes the other person got back to me at the end of the day and so in my mind, one person was ready and one person wasn't ready. And so I'll give you the alley-oop, but you got to catch the ball and dunk it in the, the friggin' net. And so this is, this is what I'm talking about. Don't get ready. Be ready. Be ready for those opportunities. Because when those opportunities come, which they will... You need to be ready. You can't be doing your test shoot on the commercial. You need to know how to direct and what a, a production workflow looks like and how to communicate with a DP and how to communicate with a producer and a client yeah. and a multi-million dollar company. And you need to know how to speak their language and, uh, and speak about ROI and speak about you know scaling and speak about, about their messaging and branding. Because they've been there and you're, and you're now joining the group so you're going to stand out. They've been there. They already operated at this level. And if you love something, if you're passionate about something, learn the damn thing. Yeah. Do it. Like like put your whole head, put your back into it, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Who was that? Ludacris? Or who? Uh, 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 doesn't matter. I <laughs> doesn't matter. But you know what I mean? But, like, but, but this is the thing. Like if you love a thing, my point, the point that I'm trying to make is, is be committed to the process and be committed to the development, irregardless of the result, because because the reality is is that the result isn't isn't the ultimate defining factor of the work that you're putting in now. I'll give you an example. When I'm writing a a grant application to get funding, the success is not based upon whether or not they give me the funding or not. That's that's icing, I, I believe. Mm. What the su- success is, is that I'm friggin' putting all of, excuse my language, I'm putting all my, 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 my documents together. I'm getting my vision together. I'm getting my pitch deck together. I'm getting my script together. Yeah. I'm, getting, I'm getting a budget together. I'm doing all the things 
so that when the opportunity comes yeah, and the ready. funder or the private funder or the lender or the investor comes, I'm ready. I'm not getting ready for those things. And so I don't look at, yes, it burns, it hurts when you get that rejection, but it's not a no, it's a not now. It's a not now. So, yeah. That's, that's happened funny. to me so many times in my life where um, I thought a no was forever and ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it hurts. It really does hurt. And then you realize, oh, all the stuff I learned and all the clarity I got in my own mind mm-hmm. by going through this process is all still valuable. Mm-hmm. The amount of times I applied and pitched myself for projects that in those you know, uh, 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 RFPs and, and proposals, I was basically writing my purpose and mission statement or I was refining Mm -hmm. it based on what I've been thinking about lately. Mm -hmm. And I can go back to those and I pulled them out and refined exactly the purpose and destination of where my business was going. So for for the people that are still listening, thank you. Uh, There is so much value in the process. Yes. And, you know, you're looking at episode 100. You're looking at two creatives that mm-hmm. stuck with it and showed up even though it, it hurt and yep. you had bills to pay and sometimes you have to get second jobs and you have to do stuff that you didn't want to do so you can do the stuff that you really wanted to do yep. and we have to do all these things so you're seeing the res- the results now and again by no means have either of us uh, arrived and I, Tristan the reason why I love Tristan I don't even have to see him or, or look at him or even be near him to know that Tristan is hungry he's mm. as hungry as he was the first day I met him he's hungry this very same day mm. meaning not meaning that he's quote unquote hustling um, like we like to say all the time but he's just as curious he's just as much in love with the process because he mm. knows the end result is go- is it is, is a inevitability it's mm. going to happen the end result of me accomplishing my dreams is an inevitability it's going to happen now it's going to happen later all i got to do is yep. get up every morning and put one foot in front of the other yeah guys 100 episodes it's only the beginning all right guys thank you so much for checking us out at the more life podcast i've been your host bart peace out pew, 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 pew. <laughs> <laughs> you're done no oh you're my gosh. <laughs>